Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. Thank you for that introduction. And we are uh, rolling through Sugar Bowl week. Uh, part of our team of ESPN Central Texas broadcasters have already made it or are pulling into New Orleans as we speak. And uh, I will be making my way in after I uh, finish this show up today. We'll all be there. The Bears have landed. And, in fact, um, you know, in a few minutes here, about four minutes, we will have Darby Brown on the air. She was there for the landing and saw the Bears get there. And uh, no uh, visit with the coach, but uh, Darby did pick up on a couple things. And I think it's very uh, instructive on why you go out there for something like that, uh, to greet the team, because you might notice something. As Darby reported on her Twitter feed, Blake Shapin is in a sling. Drew Estrada is in a boot. Coach Aranda, um, you know, has already said he doesn't expect Shapin to play. Pretty much ruled him out. Uh, no mention of Estrada the other day because the, it just didn't come up. So I'm seeing some little bands playing out there. I see some uh, woman dancing in some uh, with a, uh, oh, with a, uh, a little umbrella doing her thing off at the side. And then I see in a really nice blue suit, Coach Mateos. You know it when Coach Mateos is on the ground. And, uh, and, and Coach Mateos and Jeff Grimes have done so much for these Bears. And then you can see somebody going over to, uh, to um, kind of, well, they're, they're trying to pick, they're, they're kind of uh, chaperoning Dave Aranda off to the side. But then they stop out in the rain. And he's having Aranda sign something. Surely it's not like a autograph or something, but somebody's picking uh, Dave up and uh, get get the coach out of the rain. Don't need to be out there catching a cold or something like that. But the Bears are on the ground, and there is the Baylor, the big Baylor shuttle bus that was waiting. And uh, those are really good looking. The All Star Sugar Bowl buses. They have those all painted up and uh, <clears throat> ready to take the uh, take the Bears on over to uh, to the team hotel. Now, there'll be lots of activities. There's going to be some activities canceled because of COVID. There's already been one event that both teams are supposed to be at uh, attending. And then uh, the, the public as well, Mac Rhodes, said that one was canceled. At 420, we're going to have the Baylor Chief Marketing Officer, Jason Cook, really good guy. And he sort of heads up a lot of these things, Baylor's marketing, all the stuff that they do. He's Vice President of Marketing Communication. And he's going to be able to uh, kind of sound off on what the activities will look like in New Orleans, maybe some of the possible cancellations, and then uh, may ask him a little bit about the new arena as well because he's had to uh, kind of help put all that together. And, uh, of course, there's a lot of people that have been driving forces behind that and uh, the uh, pavilion, and uh, it it goes – you you have to start that with uh, Paul and Alejandro uh, Foster, Alejandra Foster, that is the uh, Foster Pavilion. I mean, they gave the, the money 
and receive the naming rights. At first, I think they kind of wanted to be anonymous, but uh, I think if you float $100 million or somewhere close to that, uh, if you uh, write that kind of check, perhaps you uh, you need to be recognized. And I think they finally kind of got their arms around that and were okay with that. But uh, we might uh, we might take an opportunity to visit with Jason Cook about the new arena, how that will look, and, and kind of what that waterfront, there's going to be a really pretty view from the backside of that with the Brazos in the background, and it'll just be right across 35 from Baylor. I, as, as I understand it, kind of across University Park, and if you re- remember where that, um, oh, we used to call it something else other than uh, Clifton Robinson Tower, as I guess what that is called. In fact, the guy we're having on at 420 may have an office in that tower. But the, the arena is going to be kind of right over there in that direction. And uh, we'll all gather there. And hopefully there will be many more national championships. Between Kim and Scott, you've got four of them. And I don't think they're finished. And, uh, uh, and again, Kim may not be finished either. She may just keep doing it at, at LSU. But Nikki Collins is going to get her uh, chance to, to keep building on the incredible foundation that is Baylor women's basketball. And so we'll have a lot going on there. So anyway, we'll have Darby here in a second. And uh, Aaron is uh, attempting to uh, to give her a call. And we will uh, we'll check in with her and see kind of what's going on as they take the shuttle back to the team hotel. I'm going to pepper uh, Darby with questions because i got to get sort of, I mean, I think we're staying. Actually, it's not the team. That'll be the uh, media hotel. So there's a media hotel, team hotel, and never the two shall meet. But uh, we'll be doing our shows over from the team hotel. And it's going uh, to be a really good scene. And we appreciate our, uh, our partners, of course, at the, uh, the Office of Baylor Alumni and the uh, tremendous job they do, Doug Furch and his whole staff, uh, Paul Thorpe, all those guys. Uh, and they have really been good partners with us this year. They're the presenting sponsors. And then we have a host of uh, unbelievable sponsors who, in addition to the uh, Office of Baylor Alumni, we'll be talking about uh, and telling you about as the week unfolds. Again, our shows will start there at 7 a.m. tomorrow morning, and then uh, my show uh, will be 4 to 6 tomorrow afternoon. John Morris' show starts at 3. So it'll be the normal 3 to 6 and the normal 7 to 9. We'll just relocate to New Orleans, and uh, it'll be fun. I've mapped everything out. We're all sort of driving in. I think that's the way to do it. Just do a good. One of my buddies was flying in. On the way back, he was going to have to go through Houston or somewhere else. And why do that when you could just get in the car, have a fun drive? My gosh, what is it, seven hours? Not a big deal. Not a big deal. I mean, it's like going to Lubbock or something. And, uh, and then suddenly you're just right out there. And those guys were going through the Golden Triangle. Uh, Aaron, are we, uh, how are we doing with, uh, with, our, with Darby? All right, we are. We are still waiting. Oh, still. Oh, not. She's not answering. I'll. Uh, I'll text her to make. Yeah, I mean, you never know. She might have. She might be on the. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're calling her, Aaron. You know that, right? Um, that uh, te- that uh, number I sent you. And uh, are we, uh, Aaron? Have you tried her a couple times? Love doing this. Efforting. Drive. Oh, good. Okay, the effort is there. Love the effort. Uh, just wanted to kind of see where we were, where we were going on that. Darby Brown, the sports director at Channel Ten, she would never leave us hanging unless she's in a shuttle and just like unable to answer, or maybe 
somehow suddenly had access to Dave Aranda, in which we'll tap into all that. But uh, the new, I talked to Curtis earlier. He's arrived. Curtis Quillen uh, has arrived in town, and he, oh, good, good. Okay, we do have Darby, and Darby, I'm sorry if you're on a shuttle or something and you have to whisper to us, uh, but you're, you're used to doing live shots in front of people. This is nothing, this is nothing for the sports director of Channel 10. Uh, Darby, you were right there on the scene. I appreciate um, you uh, getting right out there in the rain. I assume Matt yeah. might have been somewhere close to you. Uh, I, I hope you got him out there and, did, and you got the umbrella and made Matt do a lot of the heavy lifting. But uh, what uh, I, 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 right away, what, first of all, what was the, uh, what was the atmosphere? Where, I guess everybody was ready to get out of the rain real quickly. I, were folks yeah. not really standing around ready to talk to you? No, uh, we didn't really talk to the players or any really anybody. And then the mm-hmm. poor band that they had out there to, you know, present New Orleans spirit, whatever that, you know, they're getting drenched and everybody was, uh, yeah, rain was kind of coming in really hard. <laughs> and honestly, honestly, it wasn't raining at all until Baylor got off the plane. So I don't know. I don't really know what that means. But uh, it, and then it pretty much stopped when they were in the buses, too. So it was just like the perfect <laughs> timing for the perfect entrance. But, um, yeah, no, it was good. I mean, all the players got off the, of the plane and um, their, the coaches and their families. And so, yeah, it was, it was fun to see it up close. Yeah, and um, and you know, Darby, the reason you always it's it's you know I'm sure there's part of you like oh my gosh we got to slip out to the airport they're not going to talk to us which they almost never do although used to be used to be the coach would uh, you know have a little uh, news conference right when he landed maybe they'll take him somewhere I don't know we got to hear from Dave I I don't want to complain because. Um, we haven't heard from him in a while, so I was very happy to even get to Zoom with uh, exactly. Jeff Grimes yeah. yesterday. But but there you were out at the airport. Um, the uh, the plane lands. The the poor little band. What was that? A five piece band? Little the little yeah. jazz band. Dancing <laughs> a dancer. She had an umbrella, so she was the smart one of the group. But yeah. But it was kind of a decorative <laughs> umbrella. I don't think that was really helping her with the rain. I, I kind of had a kick. The, the shots you were taking, Darby, I kind of had to laugh because all the players had their uh, beats on or their their uh, i you know iPhone or not i you know what I'm saying their their uh, ear yeah. earpods and AirPods. Uh-huh. I had to yeah you know how old I am. I had to think about AirPods, that for a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but um they they weren't even noticing. I wanted I wanted through the phone. I was like, guys, look over at the dancer. They've sent somebody dancing under an umbrella. Like, look over there. I mean, you know, that's part know. of the festive. And the guys are just completely oblivious to it. They're just like, yep. oh, we've got to listen to our music or see what's on our phone and catch up on our messages and all that. That's fine. That's fine. Well, now, they're just trying to get the, you know, the entrance pictures and their, their oh, outfits yeah. that they, they're wearing. And, yeah, there were some cowboy Selfies. hats and things like that. Yeah. Any any yeah. outfits stand out to you? Any, any great cowboy yeah. hats? Did any of the coaches... Who who had the best cowboy hat? A- Abram Smith. He walked out there in a cowboy hat. He was he was looking good. And uh, Gary was in a kind of greenish suit, so that stood out. But yeah, I mean that I think that's what they're focused on when they get off the plane. They just they want the video guides and the you know to take cool pictures of them. So they weren't paying attention to the the New Orleans band that was out there. Yeah. Now one of the reasons you do make the trip, and I was about to get to this a little while ago, you. You pick up on some news, and you are a, a news hound, and I mean that as a, as a compliment. You you kind of have your ear to the ground, but you had the shot, and there comes Estrada <laughs> with yeah. a boot on, and that's never a uh, that's never a great sign when a uh, 
when a uh, uh, one of the really really fine receivers for the team shows up in a boot. I'm not rule. I'm not saying we have to rule him out because of that. But again, not a great sign right. that he exited yeah. the plane in a boot. Did uh, was anybody able to comment on that, or were you just basically able to to show us uh, via video yeah. the man in a boot? Right now, yeah. Right now, there's no comment on that. Hopefully, they you know. Unfortunately, today's not a day we're going to get to talk to anybody. But uh, hopefully, when we do, we can get a comment on that. But yeah, I just know right behind Blake Chapin, who was in a sling, which that was expected. But then um, Drew Estrada, yeah, he's walking in a boot. Like you said, we. I mean. Could be preventative. Could be he could be okay to play, but not a not a great thing to see for sure when he when he gets to New Orleans. So yeah, I, I almost didn't catch it too. I took the picture and then I went back and looked at the picture. I'm like, wait, that's Drew Estrada in a booth. Yeah. And then I went back and looked at all the video and just to just to double check that it actually was him. And uh, yeah, so not sure what that means. Like we like we said, but definitely would be a big loss for Baylor if he's not available yeah. for Saturday. I'm- I'm calling this a Channel 10 exclusive. I I did not. I don't know if any of the other stations were out there, but uh, but that was good work by you, Darby. And uh, and yeah. by the way, uh, the you were in Arizona, which I, I believe is maybe where you grew up, and and yeah. uh, hanging out there for the holidays. But man, you wasted no time in getting out to New Orleans. Have you been a little bit lonely? I, I feel I feel like you beat us all out there by two or three days. Yeah, um, yeah, so, I, yeah basically <laughs> that's exactly right. I, I came back from uh, Christmas in Arizona, and then we left the next day. And, you know, we we'd planned to – Baylor was supposed to get here on Monday, so we planned to get here on the same day. And then when ba- when Baylor changed their plans, we're like, eh, well, you know, book, the trip's already booked and ready to go. We might as well just get out there, do live shots. And we stopped at Blake Shapin's high school and kind of – yeah, but it, it felt like a ghost town in this media hotel. So finally some of the, some of the competition is rolling in, and, and now we're feeling like – you know, it feels a little bit more normal, but especially having been here two years ago, it's like nobody's in the media room or eating all the lunches and dinners by ourselves. It's, yeah. it's sort of weird. So, yeah. Yeah, that's okay. Have it all to yourself. Don't let Curtis come in there and start trying to big body people. Just let, you know, you you were there first, and you just kind of continue to assert yourself. Uh, and uh, But that's a uh, that's a great – and by the way, the shaping thing was so neat. I, I – I, I had an opportunity. I had seen it and kind of said, hey, I need to check that out. And then today I finally got around to listening to all that. And his high school coach there at uh, uh, Evangel, what is it called, Evangel Temple there in Shreveport? Evangel um, Christian Academy. Evangel yeah. Christian, yeah. Evangel Christian, mm-hmm. yeah, not Temple, but uh, Evangel Christian. And, man, that was so cool. He was talking about uh, shaping. And, see, that's that's a great idea by you because I think some people will be, well, he's not playing in the game. But going by there and you found out this really interesting story about how Blake Shapin had a heart for kids with autism. I mean, that yeah. when you're sitting there talking to the coach, did that sort of blow you away when he started talking about how Blake oh. took the time out of his day to be with autistic kids, like almost his entire sure. high school career? Yeah. For sure. I mean, I feel like Blake's still a little bit of a mystery to us because he kind of, you know, I mean, the beginning, you know, when the quarterback competition was going on, we heard from him a couple times, but then not really until the Big 12 championship game, pretty much. So, yeah, I didn't know much about him as far as, you know, what kind of guy he is and his character and things like that. And, and I mean, as you could tell, I didn't ask a question about that. I had no idea. I just asked him kind of how he would respond to this injury and getting back out there. And, and his coach gave a nice story about how, you know, he played with a cast in his senior year last game and battled back and, 
you know, gave him a chance to win. So there was that. And then he's like, but you know, he's really more uh, remembered around here for his character and went into that. And yeah, I guess there's a, a good program for autistic kids at that school. And he ate with them every day. And, you know, one in particular was watching the big 12 championship game and said, Hey, that's, that's my friend Blake. And uh, that was really just really touching. Yeah. So, I mean, I think the more we'll learn about Blake, the more we'll hear probably stories about that, but definitely seems seems like that's i mean that's a great kid that's really that was a cool story that he shared so yeah glad glad he, and, glad he brought that up because it wasn't yeah. for, it wasn't anything i did but yeah definitely no you story. uh you, it is you got to show up i mean that you it is something you did because you didn't show up to do the interview you wouldn't have heard that and then i like those red chairs they brought up they brought out the end zone i mean that's kind of so, that's interesting i haven't seen there. that at <laughs> yeah they're just sitting out there and we're like well i guess this this will work but yeah i know it. i mean that's cool uh, uh as he was telling us they, they've it's been they've had a 30-year football program 14 state champions championships in it in those years and 100 division one athletes according to this coach so you know i mean they're it's a it's a little school but they are not messing around, and they do have those those red chairs ready to roll. So. Oh yeah, yeah. The coach looks like Kenny Stabler or something. He's an interesting cat. But uh, but anyway. All right, Darby. We'll see. You. I'll be uh, sliding into town tomorrow afternoon, and uh, we will uh, we'll all gather there at the Media Hotel. Great job. Appreciate the uh, reporting uh, for uh, and, and and jumping on with us at a real busy time. Of course, I'll see you. I'm glad. We'll save you a seat, as you could tell from the. the the crowded picture I posted. There'll, there'll be a seat in there for you in the, in the media room. So yeah, yeah. Just put a nameplate, fill it out for me. Just <laughs> leave it there. I appreciate it. Sounds good. All right. Thank you. You bet. There she goes, Darby Brown. That's Channel Ten. That's KWTX. Darby does a really nice job and got out there and, and uh, was breaking some news right away as the team was landing. All right, Jason Cook, Baylor's uh, vice president of uh, oh communication and marketing. He's over a lot of things. He joins us next. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. Partly cloudy skies will continue into the overnight. A bit cooler low temperatures tonight falling to 50 degrees. Tomorrow, not as much cloud cover blanketing us in the morning, but we'll keep a mix of sun and clouds in the forecast for most of the day with a high of 78. New Year's Eve looks to still be fairly warm with a high of 79 and a 40% chance for storms overnight into New Year's Day. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather recently on the john moore show john mcclain of the houston chronicle as someone who grew up here as a diehard sports fan especially football fan but a baylor fan being able to read dave campbell and listen to frank fallon who was also a friend of mine through his son steve was like reading the word of god and listening to the voice of god John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Payments for qualified buyers at 2.9% with 5,000 down or cash or trade. TTNL Extra. See dealer for details. Get the quality pre-owned car you need now at a price you can afford at Richard Car. Find great deals like a seven-passenger 2016 GMC Acadia for 225 a month, a 2019 Ford F-150 for 438 a month. Plus, get top dollar for your trade now. Richard Car pre-owned vehicles go through a 172-point inspection, and our aggressive lenders say yes when others say no. Find your next car or truck at Richard Car today. At Richard Car, we give you more. 
Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco and Union Hall introduces their new craveable taco of the month. The Nashville Hot Chicken Taco. Crispy fried chicken, Nashville hot sauce, cabbage slaw, and chipotle mayo on a fresh flour tortilla. It's spicy, savory, and delish. Hurry into Waco Tacos at Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in downtown Waco or call us at 254-340-1700. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Leitch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Baylor basketball stayed undefeated in their final tune-up before conference play, beating Northwestern 104-68. The number one Bears now get into conference play with Iowa State on Saturday with a 1 o'clock tip, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor women's basketball has their final non-conference tune-up tonight in the Farrell Center, facing off with North Texas. Tip is at 7 o'clock, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. The Big 12 is 1-1 one one in bowl games so far this year, with Texas Tech dropping Mississippi State last night in the Liberty Bowl, 34-7. Bowl season continues today, starting with Maryland and Virginia Tech in the Pinstripe Bowl, followed by number 19 Clemson versus Iowa State in the Cheez-It Bowl, and ending tonight's games with number 14 Oregon taking on number 16 OU in the Alamo Bowl. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. <laughs> show ESPN Central Texas I will uh, soon be in route to New Orleans we have uh, part of our crew has already pulled into New Orleans the Baylor team has landed and uh, we have another man who will soon be in New Orleans as well it's the VP for marketing communications and chief marketing officer at Baylor University my friend Jason Cook and uh, Jason the uh, year of the bear continues I hope it just continues right into 2022. Uh, but, uh, hey, so far, so good. I, I With all these cancellations of the uh, uh, bowl games and everything, you know, we're kind of keeping our fingers crossed. The Bears have landed here in the last hour, and I, I feel like getting the two teams into New Orleans is half the battle. And and once, we, once you do that, then you can kind of start – doing all that you have to do with the COVID and everything to try to get this game played. Does that make you feel a little bit better knowing the Bears are on the ground there in the Big Easy? Oh, you bet, Matt. Uh, that was a, a big milestone. And I think the uh, the second one that we have coming up is when the uh, the Cook family uh, gets in the car tomorrow morning to, uh, to head to New Orleans. So we're going to take one step at a time as we look towards Saturday. But uh, things are looking really good for us. And Gosh, what a great matchups in store between uh, Baylor and Ole Miss. Should the Cooks and Mosleys meet up at some point, maybe like for a roadside diner or, or fast food or something? Or do you want yeah, me just I, to, you know, yeah. some Cajun food in Lafayette or something like that? We may have to. I tell you what, okay. that, uh, that, there's been uh, so much uh, interest and excitement uh, across the Baylor family for uh 
for the game. So I, I think there's going to be a lot of green and gold on uh, I-20 and uh, from the DFW area going down the, uh, the state and, of course, uh, for us going across on I-10. Yeah, it is, uh, it's going to be fun. And, you know, 2019, the Baptists did a nice job of showing up. The, the game didn't go the, the Bears' way. But uh, always good to see the Baptists gathered on bourbon, although there's so many Baptists, that's a little bit too public for drinking. Uh, but uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. There's still, like, nooks and crannies. People can kind of duck in and out of alleys if they need to. Now, I, I noticed something you had, uh, Jason, up about uh, – Ole Miss, uh, before I get into some really interesting trivia that you put up about that, I mean, now you are someone who has a SEC background. Um, you've seen, by the way, the SEC not off to a great bowl start. <laughs> so this will be interesting. A Baylor versus – there's been so much COVID talk. Jason, I finally the other night uh, – or last night I looked and I'm like, dang, I'd almost forgotten that Baylor's number seven and Ole Miss is number eight. In a lot of ways, yeah. this is one of the most. This is the most attractive non-semifinal game out there, and you could even make an argument for one of those semifinals. It, it may even turn out to be a better game than. Yeah, I, you know, Matt, I, I, I would venture so. I think that you know you've got an argument for Michigan and Georgia. Obviously, uh, in the playoff, it's going to be you know the the headliner there. But I, I would put our game. Uh, number two, and just because uh, the, the competitiveness of both teams, uh, but also it's uh, SEC versus Big 12, and uh, you know the SEC is off to a, to a pretty slow start. Uh, I would venture to uh, to characterize it, and uh, you know the biggest thing that that we could do from a Baylor standpoint is uh, is take care of business on Saturday night. And uh, yeah, I, I mean I've uh, grown up around uh, around Ole Miss. I actually went to the rival school, Mississippi State. That is my uh, alma mater. And uh, I will have to tell you, uh, I grew up, we do not call them Ole Miss, by the way. We call them by their real name, which is the University of Mississippi. So uh, so I may uh, slip in some Mississippis uh, as part of our conversation over the next couple of minutes, too. Oh, I like that. Does that bother them to call? I mean, do they not like to be called the University of Mississippi, or is that, oh, is that just kind uh, oh, of? They, yeah. they, they really, they really hate it, Matt. And <laughs> uh, you know, another thing that that you've got to consider about Ole Miss is they really don't know what their mascot is because they they say that they're the Rebels, uh, but then their mascot is a black bear on the sidelines whose name is Rebel. And then their defense calls themselves the Land Sharks. So I have no idea what their mascot is. So, uh, but uh, we need to refer to them as their real name, which is the University of Mississippi. Okay, I'm happy to do that. I'm kind of writing some of these things down as I learn more about this <laughs> SEC culture from Jason Cook, uh, Chief Marketing Officer for Baylor. Uh, Land Sharks, I thought that was like a, isn't that a, a beer? Isn't that an alcoholic drink, perhaps? A land yeah, you shark? know, Matt. Somehow, yeah. all our, our conversation always kind of wind up in that place. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I think that there's an alcoholic beverage named okay. the land sharks. Uh, yeah, I don't know why they call themselves the land sharks. Maybe, maybe you could ask them that. Uh, yeah. At the, uh, press conference. That might be a good question, and we'll see how Lane Kiffin uh, handles that one. Yeah, I would say you will not find two uh, more different coaches than Dave Aranda and Lane Kiffin. And I don't, I mean, Lane, love him or hate him, and people have strong opinions on him. He's just a, he's a, he's a colorful guy that's a lot of fun. Um, I, 
I, I, you know, it's interesting. I, I thought kind of, uh, I don't know if you thought this, I thought LSU might give Lane a look. They ended up going with Brian Kelly, but uh, isn't that funny to think about how Lane Kiffin conducts himself, social media and otherwise, and then Aranda who, I mean, you know, I, I, he, I think he's good with the media. I, I don't think yeah. he loves getting in front of the media. But I, and I don't think he loves even getting on his phone. Like I don't, he's not someone. I, I think somebody tweets for him, perhaps, and I kind of like that. It's a little bit refreshing from him. But uh, Jason, I don't think we could have two different coaches than we have in this matchup. Yeah, you're right. I mean, two different, completely co- uh, uh, different approaches to the game. Um, but obviously, both of them are very cerebral and you know masterminds of the game itself. Obviously, Kiffin on offense and Aranda on defense. So, I mean, that's just an incredible matchup uh, between both of them because they're uh, football junkies just in different ways as part of that. So uh, once you start peeling back this matchup, you know, the game within the game, I think there's very, uh, there's several levels to that. And uh, I, I think outside of, uh, you know, what's going on in the field, it's the chess match that's going on you know, several drives down the road or the next quarter and how the game's going to play out between these uh, two coaches. That's that's one of the things I'm really excited about watching. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. Um, and uh, I, the, the parade that'll happen. We happened a couple of years ago, and then the pep rally after that. With all these, uh, uh, the surge and some of the COVID numbers, though the Omicron doesn't seem to be, you know, as lethal as some of these other things, any um, – I know there are going to be a few cancellations. Mac Rhodes uh, alluded to one the other day. He couldn't really tell us yet, but there was some kind of deal between both teams and maybe the public. They had already decided to cancel. But now as, as far as the parade and pep rally, which people will be kind of excited about on Friday, I guess it is, is everything full go there, uh, Jason, from what you're hearing? Yeah, everything is a, is a go, uh, particularly for the parade, simply because it's held outdoors, Matt. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a, that's a great one. So you have the parade starting on the 31st at 2.30 in the afternoon, and then that goes immediately following that. We'll have a Baylor pep rally uh, down on the, on the riverfront outside the uh, New Orleans Steamboat Company. Um, and so that's obviously open to the public. And, uh, yeah, I mentioned earlier how much excitement that we have amongst the Baylor family. We've had so many of our events, uh, that have gone, uh, that have sold out, uh, even before the Christmas break and included in that was the Baylor alumni, uh, pregame tailgate. And, uh, I'm thinking it's because so many people wanted to come and, and meet Matt Mosley in person that, uh, you know, you are a hot ticket. And so that uh, pregame tailgate is is sold out, but uh, but all of these events uh, for the Baylor fans and, and the Baylor family are uh, are are go are going to happen. We have a green light right now. Yeah, you're making me nervous. I I didn't expect that many people to be in there, and so now I'm really going to have to bring my A game. Probably do a little more research than I'm accustomed to doing. The Baylor alumni tailgate uh, that, that'll be good. In fact. Uh, we start that thing, Jason, about four hours before the game. I mean, I, I, I can't imagine anybody wants to hear us for four hours, uh, but we do it anyway. And so at 3.30, actually, I think it's 7.45 kickoff, at 3.30, that uh, tailgate show will, uh, I think we call it Game Day Live, perhaps, on ESPN Central Texas. It'll start up, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. The other big news coming out of uh, Waco is this new arena, the Pavilion. I mean, thank you, Fosters. Thank you, Paul and Alejandro. I mean, I appreciate that. Appreciate that check. I mean, that that's unbelievable. Um, 
the commitment that uh, that these folks have shown to the university. And I think, uh, uh, Jason, I mean, I, this is going to be – I'm sure you've looked at the mock-ups, you've been on, in on a lot of these conversations, and then you had to kind of head up the communication. Certainly I'm a little bit upset that you didn't, you know, let me break it, but whatever, you decided <laughs> to, to go a different route. Um, but but how exciting – how excited are you and the president um, – for uh, for that arena as as it's coming down, it could be ready as soon as uh, the 2024 basketball season. Yeah, we're looking at conference play uh, early uh, in January of 2024, hoping that to be in there. And and Matt, I I, w- I will tell you, I mean, to have the city of Waco come along as a partner with uh, with uh, the Fosters is uh, is just tremendous. And uh, when we started talking about this project, I, I told. Uh, President Livingstone and Mac Rhodes, uh, I said, this is a legacy moment uh, for both of you in your ten- in your tenures. Um, it, it is historic for Baylor. Um, it's historic for Baylor basketball, but it's historic for uh, the city of Waco as well. And uh, gosh, you know, how impressive is it going to be for for you driving into Waco from the Metroplex? Uh, you hit that hit that hill. And all of a sudden, you've got McLean Stadium on the left, and you're going to have the Foster uh, Pavilion on the right. And then uh, you go a little bit further, you're going to have the Mark and Paula Hurd Welcome Center. I mean, we are really changing the front door, not only to Baylor, but for the city of Waco, too. And, you know, for for Scott Drew to to have a a basketball uh, arena that's going to be worthy of his accomplishments and – for our women's basketball program under Coach Collin, uh, just what a uh, what an incredible uh, legacy that's been built there. So our, we've got two premier basketball programs, and to have a premier arena is just so exciting for for everyone uh, here at Baylor. Okay, and just uh, you're gonna, I, 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 Max said something about this, but the walkways kind of across University Park over to 35. I don't want to act like somebody was telling me, Matt, it's always been part of the campus. And I said to them, I don't recall us walking over to that other side. I don't recall us in our, all our years at Baylor ever making that walk. But I understand the way it's going to be done, it'll make it uh, a little more inviting to uh, to head over on that other side of uh, 35. Do you envision kind of a nice path? Not to make it about me, but I am c- kind of concerned about, you know, walking the campus and, and making making sure of my safety. Well, well, Matt. Yeah, when you were in school, there wasn't a Chick Fil A on the other side of the interstate. So, uh, you know, it's a little bit different now that, uh, that our students walk under the interstate to go get a little bit of nature's goodness there. Uh, so, so I mean, but you look that side of the interstate has has really built up not only with food, uh, other establishments, but also uh, residents. Uh, you know, apartments and condos and things of that nature. And with the new I-35 redevelopment going on, um, you know, these underpasses at 4th and 5th Street and then obviously at University Parks are wide, they're large, they're open, and the city of Waco is actually spending an additional $2.1 million just underneath those two intersections. They're going to be lit. Uh, they're going to have public art. Underneath them, not graffiti, actually pu- actual public art underneath them. And uh, they're really going to connect 
the downtown side of Waco with with Baylor. And you know, one thing, Matt, too, is uh, you know we've had students, uh, almost 300 students, living in the new Spring Hill Suites across from Clifton Robinson Tower all semester because uh, because we had so much uh, such a large freshman class this year. So uh, they've managed it well. And uh, and they they go back and forth all the time. We haven't had any issues, and it's only going to get better once uh, once I thirty five gets done. Yeah, I never envisioned artwork under there. Um, that's that is uh, really kind of shocking news to me. Uh, so this will be uh, this will be interesting. And you know you know uh, how cultured I am, so I'll be down there, kind of observing that and kind of giving my opinions. <laughs> on what I think about all that. Um, all right, Jason, listen, safe travels uh, to the Cook family, and uh, Mosley's will be on in tomorrow, and look forward to spending some time in New Orleans, and uh, it's going to be a great time, and then, uh, and then we'll go get the University of Mississippi on, uh, on Saturday night, right? There you go. That's it, and don't forget to pack your gold, all right, Mr. Mosley? Yeah, I don't really look good in that, but I'll do it anyway. All right, I'll uh, All right, thanks, I'll Matt. talk to you soon. You bet. There he goes, Jason Cook, Baylor's uh, chief marketing officer, vice president of uh, marketing and uh, communication uh, for Baylor University, and uh, good to good to have him on. All right, we have uh, opportunity here. I I, I was uh, as I, that was going on. Let me see here. I think Tom and Lark have arrived and plugged in, and they're doing their thing. So. Uh, might as well, uh, might as well see if we can uh, pop them on for a little bit. We might have to push back Campus Confidential, Aaron. I, I, I certainly want to do that, but uh, if Tom, wait, do we have him now? I heard some. I hear somebody. Yeah, I'm here. Oh my gosh, there I'm he is. I'm in New Orleans. The Tom magic of Barfield radio. Yeah, has see, made see, it Matt, into town. Yeah, yeah, here's the thing. I know you asked for for five ten or five twenty, yeah. but I, yesterday we had the lieutenant governor. Billy Nungesser on the program, the lieutenant governor yeah. from the, the state of Louisiana, and he said, hey, you got to go check out Mothers, okay? So I'm going to Mothers at 510, not talking to you. Although, right, let, me just, let me just say this. I have been to Mothers before, and you want to talk about great food. It's unbelievable. unbelievable. Well, I, I'm going to keep you on for a second. Aaron, is this fine? I mean, you get mad at me when I, uh, when I go too long. Do you need me to break, or will you let me keep talking to Tom? I We're mean, good. he's the boss. Okay, good, good. I just want to make it, sure it, uh, Aaron's it, not going to get on to me. Matt, say hello to Lark. Lark, is he on too? And and he, did y'all I, did y'all tap that thing three times? We tapped it three times. <laughs> yeah, we we learned how to do that back in uh, in college with our yeah. fraternities. We learned how to tap things oh, three goodness. times. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, it's good to have y'all safely into the city. I assume now have y'all reached your broadcasting perch? Where we'll be doing uh, the seven to nine show and then the three to six uh, presentation is that where you guys are? Are you at the team hotel now? Uh, yeah, we're at the team hotel. No, 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 no. I beg your pardon. We're not at the team hotel. Oh, there's been a slight change in plans. We are at the <laughs> media hotel, nice. and that is where we will be broadcasting from. Nice. At the media hotel, high atop the Marriott in the Arts District, overlooking the Mississippi River. The, absolutely, oh. it's a gorgeous view. And well, we're going to invite anybody and everybody to come by and see us while absolutely. we broadcast live. Well, it's, I mean, it's where I wanted to do it from anyway, because we can roll out of bed, and I plan on doing that. <laughs> yeah, so I know, I at, the crack of, at the crack of four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. But it'll be right there, and uh, and that'll be great. And then I'll yes. be up 
kind of helping y'all get set up every morning at 6 30. <laughs> yeah. I know you will. Yeah, just like you did during the season. Yeah. At 6 a.m., I could see Mosley in here tapping three times to get I this thing to work. So, yeah. Not going to happen. I knew, I knew I'd walked into something when I was talking oh, to you and Lark earlier today, and I mentioned, hey, will I be able just to hit the thing three times? And, I, and there was a <laughs> silence, and I knew about Whoa. what I was about to hear from you. But uh, – well, yeah, I about was, yes. put the car in the, yeah, I about I was, put the rent car in a ditch was, when you said that. I yeah, mean, I was laughing so hard. I was grabbing the steering wheel, making sure he didn't. So, anyway, well, I, well, let me just say this: it is a cool view it, when you walk in. I mean, this our our media hotel is all about the Allstate Sugar Bowl, and there's there's signage and everything. You, you kind of get jazzed up when you walk through the front. Good, I, I, yeah. So you're gonna be you're gonna be ready to go when you get here, and it'll be a lot of fun. It'll be well. A lot of I mean, fun. there. They're only letting us talk to Baylor people via Zoom anyway. So, right. I mean, I'm, I'm great with it. I think that'll be a, a perfect spot. And then, you know, we can slip into that, uh, that workroom, see if they have any snacks over there. And I bet they'll have some coffee ready to go for us. So, y'all take a peek, get the lay of the land. And then uh, when we get off the air today, I'm going to point it that direction. Well, I may wait a little bit. But I'm going to point it that direction, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Now, um, did y'all hear the news? Um, Darby, as y'all are pulling to town, our friend from Channel 10, Darby Brown, did see our man. Now, we knew Shapin was going to be out. He had the sling right. on, so that kind of confirmed what we'd already been told. And mm-hmm. then, um, But she found Estrada uh, showed up in a walking boot. Now, again, that doesn't mean he can't play for sure, but not a great sign. And, you know, guys, Estrada, ever since that, even going back to the Oklahoma State game or maybe, yeah, right around then, he started popping and became a really good weapon for this offense, especially even in the red zone. So I was bummed from a from just a uh, football standpoint. I was very bummed to see that news. Yeah, and, and you know what? But I want to go back to what you just said a, mi- a minute ago. That does not mean that he's not going to play on Saturday night. They okay. may have him uh-huh. ready to go. I, I, I'm going to think in that in those terms because you're right he is a he became a very integral part of that pass offense and, and you know heck uh watch him watch him in his pass block he he doesn't mind uh you know getting after it on the on the blocking side of things as well Matt so he he is he's a big piece uh to that puzzle and he's gonna be fine he's gonna be fine now I called it I called the- it Matt yeah, I, I, uh, I, <laughs> I know I, what that's I, worth. Yeah. <laughs> no, I hope, I hope, but, uh, but it is good to have everybody in town. This, the, the anticipation is going to build. And I, I don't know if y'all got to hear this on the road. You're probably listening to music, which I don't mind. I, I don't no, blame we you. But to Tom Snore while he was driving. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you, you get into all this COVID talk and all the cancellations mm-hmm. and all that mess, mm-hmm. and you sort of forget. I, I was just looking as we start to prepare for the game and everything, and I'm like, I, I just want to refresh my memory. I was like, okay, what are these guys ranked CFP-wise? This is seven versus eight. I mean, Correct. this this ends up being one of the best matchups, even including the semifinals. I don't really expect that one versus four to be that close. Sorry. but And, and so I, I, this, is, this could end up being a great football game. And the other thing is, at least from what we know right now, not a ton of people, even Iowa State, for instance, I'm looking at them, uh, you know, they're getting ready to go here. I think they, they may have just started. They're, they don't have, like, Brees Hall's not playing, Rose, that really good linebacker. Like, four of their studs, they aren't playing for either injuries or just opting out of the game. And, and what I love about so far about this Baylor Ole Miss, unless we run into a COVID situation, I think everybody's going to strap it on and try to play. And I think that's a lot of fun. 
Matt, I talked about this yesterday on uh, Game Time, the award-winning morning program, <laughs> 7 to 9 here on uh, ESPN Central Texas. Here's the thing. You you have seen so many games, even these New Year's uh, football games, you have seen so many times where the teams, well, you could just tell they didn't want to be there. But that's not the deal with Ole Miss and with Baylor. Both of these teams are jazzed, excited. They're ready to be there. We may have – we're going to have a terrific football game. I don't think there's any doubt about it. I Just just listening to, to the coaches and listening to the players – I'm with you. There's no opting out here. There may be a COVID or one, you know, one or two. We'll see when on Saturday night. But as far as these football teams, they're they're jazzed and ready to play. Wouldn't you agree, Lark? Oh, absolutely. About the only damper I heard was from Lane Kiffin yesterday. He said, "Yes, we have COVID problems," but he wouldn't go into any details. Didn't say any numbers or any names. But he says, "Yeah, we have some some COVID issues," but that. We'll find out whether that's going to rear its head on Saturday or not, but that's the only downer I've, I've uh, heard so far. Well, the good news is, guys, uh, we've got uh, a, a game kicking off, so that is going to get played, it looks like. That's the um, that's the Cheez-It Bowl. Iowa State in Clemson. I was, I was hoping it would start so I could get Lark to give the score. Lark, do you have <laughs> your phone? Can you look up ESPN real quick, the scores? There is a final. There's a game that's gone final. It would be, I believe this one's called the New Era Pinstripe Bowl. And I just That's wanted you to Yankee give the Yankee Stadium. Stadium. Yeah, I just wanted you to give the score real quick. I can, we can buy you time, Lark, while you look that up. But I, I, want, I want you to give a score, go to the box score, and just give us a little detail on the game. It was not a good game. I'll just give you that. <laughs> not the last as, I uh, saw it. Yeah, yeah, as, uh, as Lark begins to look that up. Uh, oh, man, so we're, we're kind of not to give – we can't give everybody our exact uh, – place of where we're hanging because they might start calling us in the evenings which i don't really mind tom may not want to get calls but uh the, the, what i like about where we are mm-hmm. I've, I've i've hung out in this part of town before okay oh, it's yeah. a warehouse it's a warehouse district and yeah, it's there's, there's, the there's, there's a river from the room yeah it's an unbelievable uh restaurant if it's still open because covid knocked a bunch of restaurants out probably but it's called koshan which is a French word, I think, for, you know, pig or something like that. McDonald's. Is, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's awesome. I mean, it's incredible food. It, it was one of the finer, it was one of the great restaurants in New Orleans last time we were in town. And then um, and then you're, you're not a far walk from, it's really kind of convenient because you can get to the Superdome pretty easily from there. And then that World War II museum, as I remember, is, is really fairly close. You're close to the Garden District. And, um yep. That is a must. Guys, I know you'll be working the entire time uh, for the most part, um, uh, wink, wink. But I, I, would, I would try to get over, if you get a chance, and see that World War II museum if you haven't. It. It's, uh, it's one of the great I, I museums have. in this country. Oh, good, Tom. Tom's I have been through it. it. I spent about six hours, and I was disappointed that I had to leave. It's yeah. that kind of museum. Yeah. yeah. And, and, I, and I talked about this with, with my good friend, Billy Billy, our uh, lieutenant governor of Louisiana. Oh, yeah, that guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Billy and I go way back. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, we talked about it. You're right, and I'm, I'm telling you, and it's and it's within walking distance of where we are right now. Uh, it, it is an unbelievable, and I do mean unbelievable museum. I highly recommend and encourage you to go check out the uh, World War II Museum. Yeah. I'm with you on that one, Matthew. It, it is on my bucket list simply because my father – flew B-17s. He was the radio operator, believe it or not, in B-17s, and they have an actual replica of a B-17 in there, so 
I've got to see oh, where man. my dad sat in the, in the radio booth. They and then you you watch a movie at the end. Yeah. And it's it's uh, not 3D. It's 4D. I'm not kidding. It's unbelievable. Height, width, depth. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and like when they drop a bomb, Matt, you'll love this. When they drop a bomb or something, yeah. your chair starts to shake. Okay. Yeah, it's, oh, it's the coolest man. thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. telling you, it, you yeah. you're into yeah. it. And when you walk out, man, you are uh, – you're moved. You're well, you're a little emotional. I'm just, just as long as I don't you better to, be anyway. Just as long as I don't have to parachute out of my chair like my dad did out of his plane. Well, yeah. Anyway. Oh man. Well, the Pacific Theater. Uh, yeah. You make boy that the those precision. There was one general. Uh, well, there was one. I say I should say. Well, there's a, a commander. Whatever. He was. Uh, he he started doing precision bombing, and then of course, if you'll recall, then uh, uh, May, what is his name? Curtis LeMayhew. Mayhew, Curtis the, LeMay. Uh, LeMay. Curtis LeMay yeah. came in, and he was more of a just burn everything up. And it perhaps helped in the war, but it was a different – there was a di- there was, there was two way different philosophies at the time, precision or that. But anyway, that's a, that's, a fam- that's a Malcolm Gladwell book about it, Lark, that you would love mm-hmm. that deals with the B-17 bombers that I was just reading recently. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, uh, Matt, you're really running fun. into my dinner. You're running into my dinner time. I'm going <laughs> to hey, have to way, let you go. Can I tell you a story about mothers? Okay. <laughs> it, First of all, they're fried shrimp, and they get the gumbo. The gumbo's the po awesome. Boy. Yeah, yeah, get the po' boy, but you can get a po' boy that has the fried oysters and the fried shrimp. Now, I, can't, I know, Tom, for some reason, you're, you're more of a meat and chicken guy, but, man, you've got to give it a Don't shot at this chicken. place. Do not say chicken around me. I, Beef it, and something. I don't know. Moo, moo and yeah. oink. Moo yeah. Oh, okay. Oink. <laughs> well, you can find some of that. But uh, mother, absolutely the, I can. The, the sides are what uh, – what, uh, but I, I remember years ago we were there for the, the – the, uh, Baylor was playing the NCAA tournament, and Ian McCall shows up, and, and, and he sits down with us, and he revealed to a, few, a handful of us who he just – unfortunately, I don't think he was excited about running into us, but he – on a napkin, he showed us what McLean Stadium was going to look like. That was at Mother's. And that would have been circa, you know, 2011 or 12 or something like that. And then, of course, McLean Stadium came into being. All right, guys, just a trip down uh, memory lane. Uh, did we buy you enough time uh, to look up the score there, Lark? Uh, unfortunately, my, uh, you know, I'm an old guy. Oh, no. oh, my no. telephone doesn't get on the Internet. Oh, it, look, so oh, I, I'm, on, I'm, on, I'm on an app right now, and I'm oh, looking for, I'm looking you hand for the him scores. The, this is unbelievable. Let me see here. In, it, I'll so, give it if, he, if Lark can't do it. I just wanted to hear Lark do it. I, I, I mean, I, we all just I know is Maryland, 10 minutes. Maryland put up a lot of points. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, since we Go couldn't deliver. 54 to 10. 54 to 50, 10. Maryland yeah. the winner today. Yeah. Yeah. And they and said I they can't had, believe they scored that many points, Bowl. Yeah, yeah, 54. Maryland wins 54-10 to 10 over Virginia Tech. And Virginia Tech has a new coach. And uh, apparently, they, <laughs> apparently they had the new coach on, and, and there was an awkward moment where they were interviewing the new coach. And as they're talking to him about the future, they dial up uh, – Maryland dials up a 70-yard touchdown, <laughs> and the new coach is sitting there just kind of like, well, that's not good. <laughs> yeah. Hey. But Sonny Cumbies well, want to know as Texas Tech's head coach. Yeah, and he's uh, – y'all might – y'all uh, he was headed to Ruston today. So he's going to yeah. be the new La Tech coach. Guys, I'm glad you're there. Thanks for – y'all sound good. So the connection sounds fine. And, uh, and I cannot wait to get there and join you guys 
uh, there in the presidential suite at the uh, at the media hotel. And uh, y'all, do we really have a nice view from up there? Are y'all oh, it's unbelievable. About that? It is oh, really? unbelievable. Yeah, of the Mississippi River. It's oh, breathtaking. Cool. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I can't tell yeah, with you. I okay. Can see, I can even see porpoises as we speak. Yeah. Oh man, I tell you, they, they really they get in that bay and they love it there. You'll see. Hey a lot man, of let me just give you one one thing to do when you talk to to Billy Nungesser, the uh, lieutenant governor, our good buddy. Yeah. My, my pal, my friend. Ask him about the sixty foot alligator that was in the uh, the Macy's uh, parade. Just ask oh, him about that. Wow. Wow! Did you so you had Billy on, and Billy wants to come on with us again? Are we, yeah, are we doubling he, he up wants, with Billy? <laughs> Billy says, Didn't learn his lesson. He says, "I can't, I can't let you guys come to town without hanging with with Mosley." He said, I, "I." In fact, earlier I heard I he he told me that he thought that the the pregame show was sold out because you're going to make an appearance. <laughs> that that did that came up. Somebody had I, that theory. It's probably I just me. Heard that. I just heard that. Yeah, I was pretty excited about that. Oh, I bet. I bet you were you were punching the air on that one. I, I could I could imagine. Uh, we All need right. to get our we need to get Aaron to get out of the floor because he's laughing right now. So. Yeah, Aaron. Aaron's fine. He's been good today. He's been on Has point. He? Uh, yeah, he's been he's been strong. But listen, you guys go have a good meal. Appreciate you being in town and look forward to uh, reuniting with you tomorrow uh, afternoon. And uh, we'll do it all from New Orleans. There they go. Uh, Bye, Lark. Lark, uh, Aaron, I gave Lark all that time. I thought he was going to read us the score. (laughs) He does not have the Internet via phone. That is so old school. Think about that. Aaron, the guy was was a TV anchor. I mean, he had to know all the news. But I guess that was... He was doing that when it was like pre-internet, I guess. I would I wouldn't know how to function without without having that on my phone. No, no, I thought the whole time I was talking, he was looking up the score. All right, it is uh, it is the Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas. We got to make up for lost time, our partners, and uh, but it's so great. All our sponsors with the Sugar Bowl, we're excited to have them uh, with us. Basically, we're taking all of them to New Orleans with us. Uh, it is time. For the 5 o'clock hour of the Matt Mosley Show, it awaits us. That's next. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. I'm Joe Kaleo. At Kaleo Wealth Management Group, we believe a sound financial plan always starts by developing a good relationship with each client. We'd like the opportunity to build a relationship with you and help begin charting your path toward your financial goals. Dream big. We'll listen. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services. Member FINRA SIPC. 
ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. Since 2009, Dr. Philip Myatt and Waco Heart and Vascular has specialized in the treatment of diseases and disorders that affect the heart and its associated blood vessels. The doctors and staff at Waco Heart and Vascular are committed to giving Central Texans quality care in a timely and compassionate manner, treating patients the same way they would treat a member of their own family. They carefully explain treatment options to patients so they understand and trust the prescribed course of care. They come to you in your hometown so you can see them locally. Waco Heart and Vascular, 254-235-WELL. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. The Voice of the Bears, John Morris, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. Ah, music to our ears. Just like the words of Randy and Dennis, real customers who decided to give Good Feet arch supports a try with a free fitting and test walk. In the morning, it felt like I was standing on marbles on my heel. Working at an amusement park and being on my feet all day long, extreme pain every day, trying so many different things over the counter, none of it worked. When I went into the Good Feet store, the fitting was all about me. She brought out these two little art supports, tried them on, walked around the store with them, and immediately felt better. It's amazing. Your day becomes better and the sun shines. You know, it's a good life. See how our trusted specialists and personally fit art supports can help with foot, knee, hip, and back pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. When you bought your home, it was a big and emotional investment. The last thing you want to discover is termites or any wood-destroying insect causing damage. At 855-BUGS, we understand the value of a safe home, and we want to protect you and your loved ones from all the pests that live in hidden places. Let us ensure your home is protected with a full inspection, preventative treatment, and a comprehensive ongoing treatment plan to stay ahead of termites and all pests. Visit 855-BUGS.com to learn more about our promise to protect your home and family. If you're an employer and you want to win the competition for good employees, you need the right package of benefits. You know, one of the biggest things that employers have to be mindful of is attracting talent. Hurley Benefit Services President Michael Hurley. And today we all know that uh, talent is harder to find and harder to keep than ever before. And there are studies out there that show it, that employees have actually left one employer for another not because they pay better, but because their benefit package was more beneficial. And that's where we come in to help, is to make that benefit package affordable, valuable, and to attract and retain the talent that you have. And I really have been able to help people. Hurley Benefit Services stands alone in the industry in offering unique, cost-saving health coverage for employers and their employees. Set a no-cost, no-obligation appointment with Hurley Benefit Services to find out more. 
Hurley Benefit Services is locally owned, and they're online at HurleyBenefitServices.com. H-U-R-L-E-Y BenefitServices.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Leitch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Baylor basketball stayed undefeated in their final tune-up before conference play, beating Northwestern 104-68. The number one Bears now get into conference play with Iowa State on Saturday with a 1 o'clock tip, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor women's basketball has their final non-conference tune-up tonight in the Farrell Center, facing off with North Texas. Tip is at 7 o'clock, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. The Big 12 is 1-1 one one in bowl games so far this year, with Texas Tech dropping Mississippi State last night in the Liberty Bowl, 34-7. Bowl season continues today, starting with Maryland and Virginia Tech in the Pinstripe Bowl, followed by number 19 Clemson versus Iowa State in the Cheez-It Bowl, and ending tonight's games with number 14 Oregon taking on number 16 OU in the Alamo Bowl. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. Presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. Just wanted to check in with our buddies in uh, New Orleans. Our team has arrived. Lark Smith, as well as Tom Barfield, 79 at uh, Game Time Show. Award-winning, I believe, is what Tom calls it. And uh, I think that's accurate. I've got no, I've never heard otherwise. And uh, then three to six, of course, uh, John Morris starts at three, and then I uh, pick up at four to six and take you home. Our uh, coverage will come from the Sugar Bowl, and it will come from the uh, Media Hotel, which uh, was always my preference. I, I like it. It'll be right up there in the middle of everything and great views and and uh, an awesome sight. And we'll... Uh, We'll be right in the middle of it, and uh, appreciate uh, all our sponsors who are part of this. And then, of course, we'll have our pregame, our uh, tailgate show. will start at 3.30 on game day on Saturday, and we'll be at the Superdome, I believe. And I'm told that uh, we did get news from Jason Cook, the chief marketing officer at Baylor and vice president of a lot of different things. Uh, he, uh, he said the event was sold out that we're a part of, so – don't want to make anybody nervous. Um, Aaron, I don't want to make you nervous, but there'll be a lot of folks uh, attending, a lot of folks. So we'll be up on a stage. So it'll, it's going to be an interesting uh, time, but it'll be, a, it'll be really well attended, and that's exciting. And um, so that'll happen, and that'll be live from the Superdome. Kickoff at 745. That show starts at 330. Our daily coverage, 7 to 9, of course, and then 3 to 6, and that'll happen uh, Thursday and Friday. So we're, we're excited to be able to do this, and we love doing it for you at ESPN Central Texas. And, of course, we'll, uh, we'll have the 1 o'clock basketball game that uh, Baylor versus Iowa State is, is on uh, Saturday. So there's just a ton of stuff happening uh, in addition to a, uh, the women playing tonight, I guess it is, at 7 o'clock. I mean, there's just tons of activities 
and this is an exciting time for everyone. Now we got a doctor's view. I've got I've got one of my doctor buddies, um, who's also one of our sponsors. I might add that uh, is going to jump on with us at five twenty today to try to kind of get the lowdown on where we think Gary Bohannon might be with his hamstring. He's just going to kind of give us a doctor's view over some of these injuries and how hard it'll be to play with some of those things. Might even ask him about Drew Estrada's injury, which is new to us. If you're just joining us, Baylor landed. Darby Brown captured some footage that showed as he was getting off the the plane that Drew Estrada was wearing a cast, a a walking cast, walking boot. And... uh, was able to share that with us. It was great to have uh, Darby on at the start of the show today <clears throat> and get to visit with her. All right, uh, we have something, a treat for you right now. This is um, an opportunity the media had uh, to spend with a guy who's been out for a while, the quarterback of the Baylor Bears. This was a, a Zoom session, our one-on-one or breakout-type sessions that we usually have during a bowl game. Sadly, because of the pandemic and because of the surging numbers, they're going to go back to doing everything by Zoom. And it's it's a it's lame for everyone, but it's where we are right now, and that's okay. We'll just uh, we'll adapt. But I had a chance to kind of jump on and visit with Gary a little bit. You'll hear some of that. Uh, but here is our interview with the Baylor starting quarterback, Gary Bohannon, via uh, a press conference that took place yesterday. Here he is. Gary, I guess just, you know, how has your progression, you know, come along, you know, coming back from the injury? Uh, Coach said it uh, took a little bit that uh, you were a little bit slow getting back just because the hand wasn't there. But where do you feel like you are right now? I feel like I'm in a great spot now. I mean, it's been um, quite a few weeks. So then um, it's been about my second, third week, just getting back in the groove of doing everything. I honestly feel great right now. I think I'm in a great spot. Honestly. Like I can do everything now. I've been running around, I'm throwing the ball on the run, I've been throwing the ball well. So feel like I'm trending in the right direction. I'll be good. Next is John Werner from the Waco Tribune Herald. Gary, what does it mean to you to uh, get a chance to play in the Sugar Bowl, and how difficult have the last few weeks been for you? Um, it means a lot to me. Um, I'm just excited to be back, excited to be playing, excited to be out there leading the guys, just getting out there and um, having some fun and playing, playing football with those guys. I mean, the last few weeks have been, has been difficult, but I've enjoyed it. Um, just every time to sit back and – I mean, I miss playing, but I was, I was able to kind of see everything from a different perspective. Um, I've been able to lead in a different way. Um, also, just been trying to get better and uh, trying to help push the guys. I mean, we won a big two championship, so it wasn't too bad, honestly. So it's been good. Next is Eric Kelly from KWKT TV in Waco. And even though we hadn't seen you play in a game, you know, you, you took warm ups against Texas before Texas Tech, you took warm ups against uh, before Oklahoma State. What was that final area? where maybe you were just lacking a little bit that now with a couple more weeks of rest, you've caught up to physically that's made you feel like, okay, I can play and be my full self. Um, then I was still limited. I still had uh, quite a bit of pain. Um, I couldn't run, to be honest with you. I could jog a little bit, but I couldn't really move around. So it's kind of a lot of different movements that I weren't, wasn't really able to do. So I knew I wasn't, wasn't myself completely, but now I've been back and been doing everything. So. I'm just excited, honestly. It feels good to be back running and moving around. We'll go to Sam Kahn from The Athletic. Hey, Gary. Uh, Tristan was just telling us a little bit earlier that uh, you guys, I guess they had planned, some of the guys had planned a trip in the spring and, and invited you to come, and you decided not to because you were, I guess, focused on trying to win this job. Can you tell me a little bit about that incident and, and kind of your approach to this job this offseason? 
Um, yeah, so we plan to go to Miami on a little guys trip uh, just to get away, spend some time with each other outside of Waco. And um, I ended up counseling on them to go train. Uh, um, they were a little salty about it, but they understood it. And um, I don't know, just this offseason, I had a goal in my mind. I knew what I wanted to do. I spent some time here and I've enjoyed being here, but I, I want to leave this team. I know I came here because I want to leave this team someday. So I just knew that I had to put in that work to make sure that I improved and um, especially I put myself in the best um, position to win the job. So that was my biggest focus, just to outwork um, everyone and just keep pushing myself. So that was kind of how my offseason went. We'll go to Ted Lewis from the New Orleans Times Picayune. Yes. If the um, if the playoff system expansion had gone through, you would be at home or you actually be in the Sugar Bowl this week in the quarterfinal game. How much more uh, would the players like being for, for the playoffs to be expanded and have more opportunities for the playoffs? Or do you feel like that, that, that four is enough? Um. I honestly couldn't say. I mean, I'm pretty sure guys would enjoy having more games and having a more of a uh, opportunity to make it to the finals. So I would think the guys would enjoy that more. But I don't know. I'm so used to the four. It's like it's kind of hard to picture it any other way. But I mean, that would be exciting to see. It'll be a part of. So we go to Curtis Quillen from KCN TV in Waco. Gary, how hard was it to? I know you you tried and you just couldn't run, is what you said. But how hard was it to watch those last couple of games from the sidelines? And I mean, what do you? Uh, this, as a second question, what do you feel like you guys have to prove this week against Ole Miss? Um, I mean, it was hard. Just um, I know I was doing everything possible to get myself um, to 100%, and the trainers were doing everything to get me um, well. But things just didn't work out that way. I mean, it was difficult, but I actually. Um, just put it in my mind that I, I knew it was, I wasn't feeling well, so I knew it was a slim chance of me playing, but I just, I don't know, just preparing with Blake, um, watching how hard he worked during that time, um, watching extra film with him and just watching him go out there and have fun and just play well. That was exciting for me. That kind of like put a big, big smile on my face just seeing that a guy like that just sit back and work and go unnoticed and just to see him work. Um, it was exciting for me. And just to see those guys push through all that adversity. I mean, it literally came down to the last play just the energy and the vibes I felt that through the entire game from everybody just constantly fighting. I mean, that was a great feeling, even though I was on the sideline, just to know that I was still a part of that team, was able to watch that team. That was good enough for me, honestly. You're listening to Baylor quarterback Gary Bohannon's Sugar Bowl press conference on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Something to prove this weekend? Uh, yes, we do. Um, that's something we always will have. Um, every game, every time we touch the field, something to prove. We got something to prove at practice today. Um, I think this is a big opportunity for us. Um, this is a big game for us, and I think everybody's excited to play. And we know that we owe it to ourselves to win this game, so we're going to go out there and do what we got to do. Next, we'll go to Chris Williams from KWTX News in Waco. Hey, Gary, you said that when you were injured, obviously you had a new perspective, saw things a little differently. What are some things you picked up or maybe learned from watching on the sideline injured that will now help you play a little bit better? Um, really... I would say just watching things from from the sideline perspective. Honestly, if you can stay ahead of the change, you give yourself a better chance. That's the biggest thing for me. It's like just not forcing things, uh, taking what defense gives you. Just staying ahead of the change, whether it's a three-play drive or a 15-play drive, just stay ahead of the change. I mean, one other thing is I've heard, always heard that the game is a game of inches. The game is really a game of inches. So I would say that's something I pay big attention to and kind of grabs. Um, but, yeah, I learned a lot on just being on the sideline. Just also learned just to be more vocal and how 
um, talking to people different different ways and just seeing how different guys respond to certain things that gave me uh, a better, I would say, a better mindset about a lot of guys. Just know how open they were, how hard they fought, because I know I'm always out there with them in it, but this time I was not in it with them technically. But I just know now that I'm back with them, I know exactly what we need, the type of energy we're going to play with, those kind of things. So. Next is Jack Allen from w, from KXXV TV in Waco. Hey, Gary, I was just wondering, you've had a long time to watch film on this Ole Miss t- defense. What have you seen out of them that maybe we can expect uh, in this game? They're a physical defense. Um, they play really hard. They have some really good athletes on that um, side of the ball. I would say, honestly, they play really, really hard. Um, they're really, really physical. They bring quite a bit of pressure. <laughs> they're going to heat you up a little bit. Um, just honestly, they know they have good players, so they do certain things they're gonna do multiple times because they just know that they have good players. So I think we just have to take advantage of what they do. Um, make sure we pick up on their blitzes and um, just take advantage of everything they give us, knowing what coverage they're in. Um, just because you know that they're really athletic, so a team like that don't have to do too many different things, or a team that don't have to really disguise anything because they know they have the players that gonna make the play. So next is David Ubbin from the Athletic. Uh, Gary, Coach Rimes mentioned that he was talking a lot about winning the Big 12 before the season. Was that something before the season that, that you believe and saw as realistic, and, and why or why not? Oh, yeah. I know it was really realistic. We talked about it all the time before the season. Um, it was a goal. Um, the goal was accomplished. Um, we still got a ways to go. And uh, I just knew just the energy around the facility. Um, Coach Vic and his staff came in. The offseason we had, um, the buns that um, were created in the offseason, just the understanding between the coaches and the players. I would say just the vibes and the culture that we were developing, we knew we were going to be a good team. That's the thing about this this university, this football team, the cultures, like, like how we talk about how we play, like everything we talk about, we're going to play that way. We're going to play field school. We're going to play dominant. We're going to play fast. Like it's just everything that we try wanted to instill, it was instilled. And I mean, guys just were hungry. You know, coming off a two and seven season last year, we knew that wasn't our standard. We knew we needed to do it to improve. So just working out with everybody and practicing in the offseason, we knew that we had the opportunity to win it, and the goal was to win it, man. We won it, though. Next is Matt Mosley from ESPN Central Texas. Yeah, one last thing on your injury. So I just so I have this clear, Gary, you, you're at, in your mind, 100%. I'm just wondering if you truly, like, cut it loose in practice and take it off on, on one of those runs because I think when you have a hamstring like that, it, it, you probably have to kind of relearn. You know, at some point, you got to trust it. Do you are, are you feeling truly a hundred percent? I do. I trust it. Um, I've been feeling good. I mean, I've been first. I was running with just the trainers before I came back to practice and running because I know when I first started back practicing, everything was modified. Um, I would literally only run with um, some of the trainers, so I knew when that was going well. That I would be able to get practice, get the practice and run well. And then also just the fact that um, that went so well, then I had time to rest. Like we had so much time in between, I knew I would have time to get healthy, just make sure I'm doing everything right, putting the right things in my body. So um, I actually do feel really, 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 really good. So I'm very excited. I'm very confident in my leg. Um, so I think we're ready to roll. All right, that was three release. Three release, yeah, three release. We'll now go to Eric Kelly with KWKT-TV in Waco. Real quick, going back to the Big 12 championship game, obviously Coach Aranda's reaction on that final play went a little bit viral on the internet. Do you guys get a kick out of that? And does he ever get, like, mad or excited, or is that just him all the time? 
Coach, that's Coach Randa all the time. No matter the situation, no matter what is going on, that's Coach Randa. I mean, we all know that, though. At first, it was like, wow. Man, but you know that's him, so I'm just excited for him. I mean, he's he's our leader, man. Now, we know that's, that's how he is, but we know when he's excited. We know he's not going to be all, wow, but he's going to be excited. So you, when you talk to him, you know how excited he is. He really loves football, so things like that he get really excited about. But he does a good job holding it in and keeping his composure, so. Well, there he was, Gary Bohannon. And quite honestly, I think it's great for Baylor fans to, to hear Gary, to hear the excitement level that he has. And uh, the fact that uh, when I was asking him about being able to fire off on that hamstring, you know, he, he insists that everything's fine on that front. And, um, I, and so this, this is going to be a lot of fun. We, uh, we are in New Orleans uh, at least some of us are. I'll be uh, joining the crew tomorrow, and uh, Tom and Lark are already there. They will do the show live tomorrow morning, and then I'll be there to do it in the afternoon, 4 to 6. And then, of course, that John Morris begins at 3 o'clock, and we'll handle it. Well, you know, John John does his thing, and uh, John has some of the best uh, intros in the world. My gosh, he had all the people saying Merry Christmas today. That was a joyous uh, type occasion. Now, again, the... Uh, uh, Baylor men did win uh, last night, and it was, uh, you know, what you would expect against Northwestern State. Northwestern State came out, tried to hang around for a little bit. Bears buried them, and Akinjo had a, a career-high 27 points. He's good. He's looking good on his threes. Ball handling's good. Moves it around. He and uh, Flagler both are just tremendous uh, shooters. Uh, I, I don't know. Cryer, you know, I don't exactly know. They held him out again. He's been banged up, and then uh, they announced before the game that Meyer was going to be out. And, um, you know, of course, with the protocols that are in place, you always kind of imagine what it might be, but who knows. But uh, Matt Meyer did not play in the game last night, but they still they had more than enough firepower, and the Bears got a big win. we got a lot more to come. In fact, we're going to check in with the official team doctor of the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, and ask him about... This hamstring, how hard is it to play on a hamstring? And then also uh, got some other medical questions along the way for some of these Baylor players. Baylor player showed up in New Orleans today in a boot. We will talk about that as well. That is next. Hey, everyone. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Trayvon Diggs needs one more interception to break Everson Wall's 40-year-old single-season record. You'll hear from Diggs after this. At AT AT&T, Everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone, new and existing customers, our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network's busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family, and it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. PUCT number 10007. 
Pro Bowl cornerback Trayvon Diggs picked off his 11th pass Sunday night, and just before the play, the stadium digital board showed all-time great Everson Walls, the man whose 11 picks has been the team's single-season record since 1981. Diggs didn't know the crowd was cheering for Walls just before the play. No, I didn't know he was at the game, but it's funny how everything just aligns, and, you know, it's amazing. Have you talked to him at all? Has he come? Not yet. I'm going to talk to him soon, though. In other news, the Jaguars who fired Urban Meyer two weeks ago have requested permission to interview Cowboys coordinators Kellen Moore and Dan Quinn. The NFL changed its rules and now allow coaches from other teams to interview before the regular season ends. With the Boys at the Star, I'm Christy Scales. Baylor Football on ESPN Central Texas. If you suffer from chronic pain, whether it's neck or back, arthritis, migraines, or any part of your body, it doesn't have to be that way. Dr. Rao Ali is a board-certified pain specialist that offers his services to Central Texans from Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro. He can find the best treatment to help you improve daily function and increase your quality of life. Call Dr. Rao Ali for an appointment, 469-562-4188. That number again, 469-562-4188. This is Richard Carr. We have shared many challenges together over the past year, but 2021 brought a new business challenge. Computer chip shortages have created long delays for new vehicles. We're told production is improving and cars are coming. At Richard Carr Motors, we have a list of vehicles already in production called our inbound vehicle list. These are vehicles that will be delivered first. Get your name on our inbound vehicle list and be first in line for your new GM car or truck. Thank you, Central Texas, for your continued support. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. Partly cloudy skies will continue into the overnight. A bit cooler low temperatures tonight falling to 50 degrees. Tomorrow, not as much cloud cover blanketing us in the morning, but we'll keep a mix of sun and clouds in the forecast for most of the day with a high of 78. New Year's Eve looks to still be fairly warm with a high of 79 and a 40% chance for storms overnight into New Year's Day. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lights with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. Baylor basketball stayed undefeated in their final tune-up before conference play, beating Northwestern 104-68. The number one Bears now get into conference play with Iowa State on Saturday with a 1 o'clock tip, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor women's basketball has their final non-conference tune-up tonight in the Farrell Center, facing off with North Texas. Tip is at 7 o'clock, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. The Big 12 is 1-1 one one in bowl games so far this year, with Texas Tech dropping Mississippi State last night in the Liberty Bowl, 34-7. Bowl season continues. Continues today, starting with Maryland and Virginia Tech in the Pinstripe Bowl, followed by number 19 Clemson versus Iowa State in the Cheez It Bowl, and ending tonight's games with number 14 Oregon taking on number 16 OU in the Alamo Bowl. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. 
Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, taking care of business, and we will be uh, headed out uh, early tomorrow morning. I'm gonna I'm gonna strike out and be uh, right there in New Orleans. I'm hoping my old uh, college friend and uh, Ascension Providence, uh, big time uh, sports doctor and uh, orthopedist, Dr. Lance Ellis, will make his way. Man has a lot of clients, so it's hard for him to break away. Uh, Dr. Ellis, is it? Um, are, are you going to try to get out to New Orleans, or you just got too many surgeries? How how are you going to handle this thing, Matt? I'm not missing it. I just told everybody hold some pressure on it, you know, push hard, and I'll I'll see you on Monday when I get back. So I think everybody's going to make it. That sounds like sound advice. I think that's a way you should handle things. And uh, <laughs> I, uh, uh, it, it is uh, it's kind of remarkable what you guys are able to do and some of the things you do for the folks of uh, Central Texas. We so appreciate Ascension Providence, our uh, partnership with you guys. Uh, Lance, uh, yeah, I thought about you, by the way, the holiday season. Spent a little time over at Wilshire Baptist, a place you know well, as we were uh, having the Christmas Eve service. You've you probably attended a few of those over the years. Now, Lance, the, uh, the, the Gary Bohannon um, situation. He has got a hamstring. And, again, Lance is not one of the Baylor team doctors, um, he, uh, he could be, and he'd do a great job, but he is commenting on, I just want to make sure that people are up front. He's commenting on injuries. He kind of is looking at from afar, but Lance did go to Baylor and cares a lot about the bears. Uh, Lance, this, this, um, injury hamstring has knocked him out for a little over a month now. He did not play in the big 12 game. And as far as I know, man, he, it, he's just now starting to try it out. You know how athletic a quarterback he is. Knowing what you know about Gary Bohannon, how how worried or concerned would you be about that hamstring injury, which obviously has had him out for about a month now? Yeah, man, it's a great question. You know, the this is one of those things where you hear about people talk about like a weekend warrior, they pulled their hamstring or, you know, someone like me, you know, out playing, you know, like back in the days when we were doing intramural basketball, it's, you know, it's, it's not the same thing. And they, these kind of, they have a, we have a grading on how we, you know, grade or, you know, the severity of the injury that he's got. And so, and these can vary from anything. And now, like you said, I'm not his doctor and I'm not, I've not seen any of his scans, but, you know, they can, these things can be so powerful, and some athletes, they can literally, the hamstring can pull a chunk of the pelvic bone off with it. That, that much force going across there. Now, by no indication I have that he had that kind of a bony injury, but in some ways, although that, you know, likely sometimes can end up with a surgery and injury season, that'll sometimes heal better, quicker than the soft tissue injury that happens when you get a really bad, like a high-grade injury to that musculotendinous junction whether it's your hamstring or your bicep or any other muscle unit. And it, these things can be nagging. And it sounds like something your grandma gets in her Lamaze yoga class or something, but it, it can be absolutely brutal. If I remember from when it happened with Gary when he was diving down the sidelines, it's his right hamstring. So, you know, he's a right-handed quarterback at his plant leg. He goes to plant. I mean, he's going to be feeling that every time he, he really kind of stresses it. So he might do fine, 
you know, running around the practice field. And by all accounts, Baylor's indicated that he feels like he's ready to go and ready to play and he's going to lead with Blake being out. But, you know, it's, you know, until I see him putting, you know, making cuts and plays that aren't just drop back, plant and throw, you know, we'll see how he, how it, how it functions. But I, you know, I don't have no degree of worry, but they've certainly given all indication that he's back to near ready to yeah. play speed. Well, I, I have seen the scans. I just didn't know what to make of them. I, I took a peek at them, uh, Lance, and I just didn't have a real – I didn't really have a good sense of what I was looking No, I have not. I have not taken a yeah, peek. I get uh, it. I, I've been injured enough, though. You know, I've seen some, some of my own scans, and they were pretty ugly, oh, yeah. pretty gnarly at one point. Now, um, so this is going to be interesting. Do on, a, on an injury like that, uh, a hamstring on a – on a quick twitch, now, he's a big dude. I, I don't want to. He's not Kyler Murray quick twitch because he's a big uh, man and it's about a six three guy. But yep. can do you wrap this thing up as tight as you can? Like, what do you do? What can you do prevent uh, preventive type thing to, uh, to 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 make sure he doesn't re- or, or try to ensure that he doesn't uh, re injure the hamstring? Yeah, it's a great question, man. It's really hard. I mean, it, there's not a great answer for this. Look, I mean, the minute this happened, all the treatment for it is going to be manipulation of his soft tissue, mobilization of his soft tissue. You know, the therapy uh, room, there are going to be some treatment things they can do uh, to try to speed up the healing. But in the end, it just comes, man, you've got to get that, keep that muscle group moving before it can get, you know, you, you tear a muscle, it bleeds. We call that a hematoma. It forms a big kind of knot in that muscle tissue and it's going to then it's going to get some scarring that's going to happen inside there even if it's minor degree all the way to some severe you know it just depends on the, the injury but you've got to keep that mobile because the hamstring is one of those one of those rare muscles in our body that spans a couple different joints it goes from the pelvis all the way down to your tibia so it goes across the muscle group and it's not one muscle but that muscle group that constitutes what we call the hamstring goes from the pelvis basically functionally across the hip and then down past the knee to the tibia. And so motion at the hip can, you know, stretch your hamstrings. I mean, just try to do the splits right now and see what happens. But also motion at your knee can do that as well. And so it's it's hard to really – to truly immobilize that injury to protect it would mean, hey, you can't move your hip or your knee. And, you know, that'd be, that'd be obviously not playing in a, you know, high-level football game – and that like that and so you're forced with just trying to keep his muscles loose that's it you know you got to get loose but keep him mobile warmed up and getting the tissues perfused well and hope that they can you know they're not going to get stretched beyond their physical limit um after that injury that he had so it's a to be determined quite frankly yeah yeah no, I, I don't think i was capable back in our days of playing each other at russell of of doing all these things you're mentioning, hematomas, all kinds of stuff. It is the Matt Mosley Show. Dr. Lance Ellis, noted um, surgeon in the uh, in the Waco area in Central Texas, Ascension Providence. Uh, what a great group that you guys have. And, I mean, I it, honestly, Lance, it's like if there's a concussion, you all have a doctor that knows all about that, uh, you know, really treats the brain. Uh, every part of the body can be addressed at Ascension Providence. And so we really love what you guys are doing. Now, let me ask you this. One of the players that receiver, Drew Estrada, you know, he, he's a good player. I mean, this guy's good oh, yeah. in the red zone. I like this guy. He got off oh, yeah. the – you probably – I don't know if you know if you were probably in surgery. I don't know if you got to hear this earlier today. He got off the plane. He's wearing a walking boot. Now, I know that doesn't mean, like, necessarily we have to rule him out for the game because I've seen quarterbacks after games in a walking boot and then they still play the next week. 
But I would say I just, I just kind of wanted to get your gut feel. If you saw a receiver on a Wednesday before a Saturday game get off the plane in a walking boot, that that, that would concern you, wouldn't it? Yeah, I mean, there's no good version of that. You talking about you were earlier talking about Gary, but I, mean, I think Estrada, that's a fast twitch guy, right? It's a quick yeah. dude, and so you know, whatever it is, whatever I'm assuming that's not a bony injury. So you're gonna that's gonna be some sort of ligamentous or possibly tendinous injury, uh, even if it's something subtle overuse. I mean, they put one of those on Dak after he hurt his calf several months ago or several weeks ago, and so you, that's a kind of quick. Just put this on. It's a protective thing. You can walk on it, but it limits the motion. So it depends, quite frankly, on what's injured. If it, you know, if it, it literally the various different muscle groups and ligaments around the ankle could determine whether he's going to have a good push-off strength for it to kind of explode off the line, or is it going to be more lateral ankle or uh, ligamentous complex? So it's going to have difficulty cutting, uh, which he might need to do. You know, he's running a, running some technique, you know, technique-oriented route. So definitely. I mean, if I'm the if I'm the other team's uh, DC, I'm thinking, let's you know try to funnel to that guy if he gets off the boat on a with a boot on, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that is, you know, the good news is uh, these players are in the. Uh, well, usually it would be a bad thing if a former SAE friend of ours was treating these players, <laughs> but in this case, it's okay. Okay, it's a good SAE. I mean, some of the guys we. Some of the SAEs we walk the campus with, you would not want to be in charge of these type of injuries. But I think in this case, it's okay. Well, uh, I saw, Lance, you were uh, – uh, this is Dr. Lance Ellis from Ascension Providence with us. I did like uh, earlier you were commenting on uh, the uh, the situation with the Cowboys. It, Dan Quinn and uh, Kellen Moore both were asked to uh, to interview for Jacksonville. And Dan Quinn has declined the interview. And uh, Kellen Moore has said he would. Now, I'm, I'm fired up. I think that's great news for the Cowboys that, um, that Dan Quinn is, is refusing to interview with Jacksonville. But uh, did you think that was a, uh, a questionable move on his part? Well, like I said, I, you know, as a long-standing, I think I said long-suffering Cowboys fan, I'm excited. I mean, probably not as excited as I was about a random not taking any of these big job offers this season. But like I said, it. They in that league, I mean, I guess any league, but man, it's a quarterback-driven world. And boy, I sure think they got a good one of that Fred, that rookie they got. And so, I mean, after that coaching debacle they just had, heck, I'm thinking about applying for that job because I think I could be the head coach of the Jaguars and be beloved after what they just went through. <laughs> Likely win because you just say, "Hey, go out there and throw a bunch of touchdowns." I mean, it's that was, I'm very very excited, but think, man, why would anybody turn down what's likely to be a really awesome job moving forward? Yeah, yeah, that, that's uh, that is really uh, interesting to uh, to kind of think about and to and to work through, and and so I yeah, I like getting your comments on injuries and everything else. By the way, did you remember Lance the uh, the 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 shoulder when Blake Shapin apparently he has shoulder injuries out for this game. He's in a sling when he got hit and had to leave the game in that Big Twelve Championship yep. game. Do you remember? The hit, do you remember seeing him? He had to leave for two or three plays. He comes back. He wasn't as effective, yep. and obviously he was hurt, but they determined at that point he could at least try to get through the game. Um, what, do you, what, what did you see at that moment? Did, did, they, did he, I mean, it looked like he yep. just must have gotten hit right on that shoulder. Yeah, it's, you know, I, I thought about this a bunch. I think he missed that one. I think Chiron Drones came in and played one play. After yeah. he took that hit. It was, you know, he, he, it was a, you know, 
that's one thing that it feels like Charlie Brewer when he starts to run, man, these guys going to get, he's going to take a hit and you're like cr- cringing, like, man, not even just cause I'm an orthopedic trauma surgeon, but as a Baylor fan, like, man, don't get hit like that. So and I, clearly, obviously now you see why our offense seemed to sputter that whole second half after that. But uh, that kind of, I mean, quarterbacks are notorious. They come get hit, they go down, they got a big giant uh, defensive guy on top of them. They hit that shoulder and load, load up the axial load at top of the shoulder going to separate that shoulder at the AC joint, the usual injury. I think we all remember Colt McCoy getting hit in the shoulder and had that, you know, I think he had a scapular fracture. So you can yeah. have some, a bunch of different things that can go wrong. But, I mean, it's, you know, you see that, you think, oh, man, he, got, he must have had some, you know, injured, likely injury to his AC joint. Uh, again, I haven't seen any of his scans either. Um, but, you know, it, it definitely seemed to have an effect. And it surprised me uh, because he didn't, you know, maybe he's a tough kid. He didn't roll around on the turf and then have to be taken off and come out for him. And he's like, oh, man, they're bringing in drones. And then next thing you know, he's shaping the back. He played the rest of the played the rest of the half. You know, our offense is pretty ineffective. But, yeah. uh, you know, my assumption would be that he likely tweaked his AC joint um, because um, there's a few other things in there. He could have, you know, stressed his uh, glenohumeral joint, which kind of like you know, not dislocate the shoulder, but kind of almost dislocated. And he has some soft tissue injury inside there in the, the ligaments complex called the labrum. It's a real common yeah. thing. You hear people having like labral repair. You know, any of those things could be injured too. It's purely me speculating. But uh, you see a hit like that when a guy goes down, you, that typically that's what you think is going to happen. The quarterback, they're going to either, if they don't fracture their clavicle, they're going to separate their shoulder, uh, which is the AC joint down the end of the clavicle. Yeah, well, significant enough that he's not coming back. So. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully he'll be fine next year and, and get everything. Absolutely. And you know, we'll see if he has, you know, what he has to, the rehab will look like. But uh, hey, look forward to seeing you in New Orleans, and uh, yes, it'll be, uh, it's going to be exciting. And uh, we'll uh, we'll look for you there in the French Quarter. Okay. <laughs> yeah, happy New Year, man. I appreciate the call being invited. Always. You bet. You bet. It's fun to have you. There he goes, Doctor Lance Ellis of. Uh, Ascension Providence, they finally, uh, well, they made an offer he couldn't refuse. He was out there at, uh, oh, he's over at Gatesville, had, has a great hospital out there, and he had done some really good things there. And they said, hey, come on over here, Lance. We we really like to use you. And Lance said, okay, okay, uh, you'll, uh, I'll do it. And uh, he's uh, really done a tremendous job. And it's a great, uh, Ascension Providence has become a great partner with us, and it works out pretty nicely since Lance and I are old college pals. All right, it is uh, – the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And um, interestingly enough, we got the dismount coming up. We have to, uh, we got several items we need to visit as we uh, get ready to say goodnight. In fact, Aaron has a few college football items we may need to bring up. That's all next. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the midweek Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, the top-ranked Baylor men's basketball team remains undefeated on the season, while the Baylor women in action tonight in the Farrell Center. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. In Texas, there's pea-sized hail and baseball-sized hail. Guess which one hit our house? We didn't even know where to begin, but we called our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent, and he was so reassuring. He knew exactly what to do to get our house back into shape and our lives back to normal. Now, we're even more thankful for the roof over our heads. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to insure your home for Texas-sized weather. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Ring in the new year with Baylor football in the All-State Sugar Bowl. 
here on ESPN Central Texas. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Top-ranked Baylor basketball remained undefeated on the season with a dominating 104-68 win over Northwestern State last night in the Farrell Center. Baylor had four players in double-figure scoring, two with double-doubles, in running their record to 12-0 on the season, winning their 18th consecutive game going back to last season. Now the 12-0 Bears open Big 12 conference play this Saturday and aims against undefeated and eighth-ranked Iowa State. Here's Bears head coach Scott Drew. Yeah, so the great thing is each and every game is a battle. Uh, you got two undefeated teams. Um, Iowa State uh, and TJ's done a great job with them. Uh, tremendous uh, uh, um, start to the season, and they're fun to watch. Uh, and and it's a team that really really competes and plays hard. And, uh, I know they're excited for this game. I know they announced a sellout a week ago, and um, uh, the only thing we've asked is for 80 degree weather. And I think they. Uh, gave us four degrees in sunshine, or four degrees in snow. So uh, really nice. Um, again, in the Big 12, everybody's more than capable. The last NCAA bracketology, I think eight teams were projected in the tournament. So um, uh, the great thing is you play everybody home and road, or home and away, so it's all equal, it's all fair. Scott Drew and the Bears visiting Iowa State this Saturday. Baylor, Iowa State, two of only five unbeatens in all of college basketball. 12.30 for the countdown to tip off, 1 p.m. tip off Saturday here on ESPN Central Texas. Meanwhile, the 10th ranked Baylor women play their final non-conference tune-up tonight in the Farrell Center against a rescheduled University of North Texas on the air at 6.30, tip off at 7 here on ESPN Central Texas. Television tonight on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. The 10th-ranked Baylor women open Big 12 play in Manhattan against K-State on Sunday. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. The self-employed face a particular challenge with respect to health coverage. Healthcare costs have just skyrocketed, and it has really gotten to where it's very complex and confusing. Hurley Benefit Services Vice President, Tammy Hurley. Self-employed individuals have such a personal responsibility, and so they really like being able to be in charge of their personal insurance policies and their choices. Health insurance, if you're self-employed, doesn't have to be hard to buy. Hurley Benefit Services can help. Being a self-employed individual, you are working so hard on your business. And to know all the answers or to even know what questions to ask about insurance is tough. Come to us. We can answer those questions for you and find a package that you're going to be able to afford and it's going to meet your needs. Set a no-cost, no-obligation appointment with Hurley Benefit Services to find out more. Hurley Benefit Services is locally owned and they're online at HurleyBenefitServices.com. H-U-R-L-E-Y BenefitServices.com 
Wings Pizza and Things has been your go-to place to watch your game for over 15 years. With over 60 big screens, you're sure to catch all the games. With 15 wing sauce flavors from ghost pepper to plain, we have all your taste buds covered. And don't forget about the made-from-scratch pizzas. But wait, there's more. Try their burgers, fillies, sandwiches, and wraps. Don't forget about the wide variety of draft beers and finish your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Check out the entire menu and specials at wingsandtemple.com or follow them on Facebook. Wings Pizza and Things, Temple's home for sports for 15 years. Happy New Year from ESPN Central Texas. City Ranch Boot Company has a new location and they can't wait to see you. Choose your skin. Choose your design. Let them create that perfect pair of boots, belt, wallet, or handbag. With over 30 years of leather industry, owner Jay Kelly and his team know their stuff. Design boots for the bride and groom or the entire wedding party. Put your company logo on boots as sales incentive or thank your employees. Incorporate your ranch brand or the name of your ranch as a gift for your family. Bring them in for a lifelong memory. City Ranch Boot Company, custom designed, locally owned, family operated, and Texas made. City Ranch Boot Company brings you a unique experience. Shop off the shelf or design yourself. City Ranch Boot Company, located at 10267 North River Crossing, just off Highway 6 and 185, next to the Joko Building. Call them at 254-855-7225. Find them on Facebook and Instagram, too. Or visit their website, cityranchboot.com. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. Baylor basketball stayed undefeated in their final tune-up before conference play, beating Northwestern 104-68. The number one Bears now get into conference play with Iowa State on Saturday with a 1 o'clock tip, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor women's basketball has their final non-conference tune-up tonight in the Farrell Center, facing off with North Texas. Tip is at 7 o'clock, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. The Big 12 is 1-1 one one in bowl games so far this year, with Texas Tech dropping Mississippi State last night in the Liberty Bowl, 34-7. Bowl season continues today, starting with Maryland and Virginia Tech in the Pinstripe Bowl, followed by number 19 Clemson versus Iowa State in the Cheez-It Bowl, and ending tonight's games with number 14 Oregon taking on number 16 OU in the Alamo Bowl. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show. It is Dismount time. We uh, come to you live tomorrow from New Orleans, 7 to 9 show, uh, game time. We had Tom on earlier. He and Lark have arrived at the uh, team hotel. Be doing our thing. And then, uh, and then of course, uh, uh, John, the John Morris Show, 3 o'clock tomorrow. And uh, the Matt Mosley Show there in Sexton will come they're live from New Orleans, so we'll be there Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And uh, as Jason Cook explained to us, the uh, chief marketing officer at Baylor, vice president of, uh, of uh, marketing and, and communication, as he uh, explained to us, this uh, event we're doing Saturday night or Saturday afternoon is fully sold out now. So it's going to be a great day for Baylor. There's a basketball game at 1 o'clock. They actually played the number eight team in the land, number one uh, versus number eight. Iowa State, that'll be at Hilton Coliseum. That'll be on TV, and that'll be, of course, on ESPN Central Texas. And then at 3.30, we'll get our pregame show rolling. And uh, and then we'll uh, get you ready at uh, 7.45 is kickoff. And John and JJ, Ricky, 
the whole gang. Well, everybody will be in place, and we'll be ready to roll. Uh, it is uh, it's a lot of fun this time of year, and it's fun when uh, the Bears start going to bowl games. There's a lot of uh, logistics involved. You throw in the pandemic, and you've got some craziness, but that's okay. The good news uh, from a Baylor health standpoint, it does seem like Gary Bohannon is going to be ready to go. Blake Shapin's out for this game with a shoulder injury, and uh, we'll kind of we'll just kind of you know I, I don't know. Hopefully that's going to not want to require surgery, but um, we'll we'll uh, stay on top of that one. He's certainly not going to play in this game, but Kyron Jones becomes the backup quarterback. Is he ready? I don't know. I mean, I, I really I think um, as Tristan Ebner said yesterday, this guy's extremely quiet. He came in, uh, didn't talk at all, has gotten more vocal, has gotten more comfortable in the huddle. I don't know what to expect from him if he came into a game. The other news that uh, Darby Brown helped break today uh, because she was out there at the airport monitoring everything is that the um, uh, Drew Estrada, who's really become a, a nice slot receiver for the Bears, can also line up outside. It has, has been a, you know, Drew doesn't look like a big dude, but he's great in the red zone. He had high point balls, he's got great hands. I mean, Drew Estrada, to me, almost kind of reminds me, I mean, I, I don't, it, you, every, every time you have a little white receiver, you bring up Wes Welker or something. But I'm just saying, he's he's faster than that. And he also can, I mean, he, he'll go up in traffic and get a ball. So I, I don't think he's just a, 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 a guy that, runs a little option route like Texas Tech used to do with Welker and Amendola and those guys. I mean, this guy is a true flat-out receiver. Now, when a receiver arrives in a walking boot, and we have footage of that thanks to Darby, who's the sports director over at Channel 10, that's that's not a good sign. I mean, it's hard to – we just had our medical expert on with us, Dr. Lance Ellis. Man, we've got so many experts. Aaron, have you noticed that? we got an expert for everything. We, just we bring do. Them in. We got legal experts. We got doctors. Uh, it's good stuff. We're excited about our coverage from New Orleans. I'll uh, I'm going to get going toward New Orleans now. Tom and Mark are already there. Aaron's going to be running everything back from the home office. We really appreciate everybody who's a part of that. We do this for you because we uh, love our listeners and we appreciate our sponsors. We will talk to you live from New Orleans tomorrow. This is the Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. A daily look inside Big 12 Conference football. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Big 12 football on today's Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, two more Big 12 schools in action in bowl games today. 